0: they knew everything about me they must have watched on the internet
1: oh Someone tapped into the system
0: i'm staring at the personal files of the undersecretary of defense think of the power that they have we
1: can make a reality won't you choose
0: they screwed up my information and, and my fingerprints
1: it's fine with the girl.
0: i don't understand why me this summer sandra bollock is caught in the net. They've done it to me. They're going to do it to you. Rated PG-13 at theaters July 28th. Welcome back to Old Millennials Remember Movies. I'm your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with my co-host, Tyler Wilson.
1: They've done it to me, and they're going to do it to you.
0: That is the should-be-the-tagline of The Net from 1995, which we will be talking about today. Quick question for you. Yeah. Is it Sandra Bullock or Sandra Bullock?
1: Well, first of all, all her friends know her as Sandy.
0: That's what I've been telling people all day today.
1: Sandy Bullock.
0: Sandy Bullock. Yeah.
1: That's what I would say anyway. You know, on the DVD cover of The Net, it's like, it says like they took her driver's license. They took her social security. They took her bank account. Like, that's like the minimum of what goes on to her. Like... Like, that's the stuff that says, like, they took her identity. I was like, yeah, but they also tried to kill her. That's worse. They tried to. <laughs> On the tagline. That's
0: uh, not interesting and different to people. People are like, Odd. oh, it's 1995. They're like, oh, my God, identity theft? What is that?
1: Well, I think the DVD probably came out, like, in the 2000s at the height of, uh, you know, the first, you know, well, not the first, but, you know, when it, identity theft was much
0: more prevalent. So that was, like, the, the selling point of the DVD. Speaking of Sandra Bullock, I watched the Netflix push on you by putting it on their home screen and making fake memes and starting real memes uh, bird box the bird box bird box.
1: bird box this is why we're doing the we're doing a tie
0: in it's the new it's 2019 it's happy new year it's 2019
1: White, and yeah no she got a uh, movie out
0: and T- tyler's loose connection to the net is a uh, y2k yeah
1: cuz the new year remember that y2k business it didn't come out then but I don't know.
0: It was something we old millennials lived
1: through. But then you saw Bird Box, so then that made a better tie-in. So we don't have to use that Y2K nonsense as our tie-in.
0: So what I've been watching recently is Netflix and some movies, but I did watch Bird Box. What was funny is when I was telling you that I was going to watch it, you're like, "Eh, I already saw that movie. It's called The Quiet place the quiet place
1: yeah i said it a little more confidently yeah. but yes
0: the quiet place with uh jim from the office a and quiet place a quiet place there it is and uh, emily blunt who doesn't love emily blunt
1: i like her a lot
0: so we've talked about a quiet place on here in episode beep something <laughs> insert
1: <laughs> episode number here insert
0: episode number um so my take on bird box is a. Uh, it's a as you said, because I was telling I was going to watch it, you were like, "Eh, I've already seen that movie. I, it was a quiet place. Uh, you know, this is just the same movie but different." Yeah, that's that's pretty much it.
1: They're bo- people are covering their eyes rather than speaking. Yeah. Can't speak. So in They're a just quiet place,
0: see. the monster creatures, if they hear you, they come and attack you. Right. In this one, if you see this unseen thing, it. Gives you some sort of scary image and gets in your head and makes you crazy and then you kill yourself. It's
1: kind of like The Happening and A Quiet Place smashed together.
0: Yes. So would I watch Bird Box again? No. Would I watch A Quiet Place again? Yes. Well, there you go. So that pretty much sums up my take on it. Yeah, they
1: really... Netflix is just like... They put, like, a few days after it came out, it's like, it's the most watched Netflix movie ever, according to us, Netflix. Like, according
0: to us. Who, and we've been pushing it and putting it on everyone's home screen, and everybody loves Sandra Bullock. And everybody's been off on vacation, so they have, like, oh, Netflix
1: yeah. time. It's their big movie. Last year yeah. it was bright. And then, of course, they have Roma, which they're pushing, but that's, like, the black-and-white foreign film. They need, like, their hit blockbuster-type yes. movie to, to play. I have not watched Bird Box. It seems like... Okay. You know... If it was released in theaters, it would be a movie. It seems to me, again, this is just judging off of the trailer and what I've heard about it. I think it's the kind of movie that would come out in September. And back in the day in September, first part of September, the summer's over, the movies aren't great. And then, like, the theater's like, hey, if you want to bring three cans of food to the movie theater uh, to see a movie, you can. <laughs> and then Bird Box up with the option, and you'd be like... Do I really want to go to Bird Box? I mean, I got three cans of food, but I don't know. That's kind of my thoughts on Bird Box.
0: That's your thoughts. on it. Yeah.
1: Well, I haven't seen it.
0: I mean, it was fine. It wasn't, like, bad. It was good, but it was um, not surprising. Right. Um, it was, I, John Malkovich was in it. Mm-hmm.
1: Trevanti Rhodes from Moonlight is in it.
0: Yeah, he's good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the, the acting is good. The story is fine. Yeah. It's like a... I mean, in a... A Quiet Place. Emily Blunt is, is it revealed? Is it a spoiler to say what is going on with her?
1: She's pregnant.
0: She's that's shown pretty early in the movie, right? She's yeah. pregnant. Well, guess what? It's also what? been on
1: video a guess while. Guess
0: what? In this movie, <gasps> Sandra Bullock's also pregnant.
1: Oh yeah, she's getting. Well, isn't it like jump around cuz doesn't have kids too. It
0: does. It doesn't show her like giving birth, but it, it's okay. the kids are like a part of the story and blah blah blah. So, let's move on cuz I don't want to spend too much time on that. We have actually gone to the theater a couple of times in Together. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Only cost us like $200 in babysitting fees. Oh <sighs> yeah, it was a lot. Oh man,
1: to go see <laughs>
0: I don't know why we were,
1: I don't know why we felt the need to rush out to see Aquaman, but we sure did.
0: And I am glad we did.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna see Aquaman, I think you see Aquaman on as big a screen as possible, and you kinda just let the colors and the neon and the water and the... Momoa abs and the bright red hair just kind of wash over you.
0: Oh yeah, let it just flow over you. Yeah,
1: cause it's a silly, it's silly, right? It's a silly, I think you said when we came out, it was like that was like seven movies packed into one movie. <laughs>
0: It's almost like every scene that it transitioned to, I was like, oh, this is another movie. Oh, this is the Aladdin movie. They're jumping on the roofs. Oh, this is the Beauty and the Beast movie. Oh, this is Little Mermaid. Oh, this is the Under the Sea song. There's scene. an
1: octopus that has a drum. There's a drum solo. So, yeah, I know. I mean,
0: and I was mostly thinking Disney movies, but right, it, it has several.
1: It has Will- Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. and they have a ring of fire. Just mm-hmm. like in Finding Nemo, guys. Remember? There's Ring of Fire and Willem Defoe. Ha, ha. Yeah, Shark Bay, boo ha ha. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, um, it's directed by James Wan, who's made like some horror movies. He made Furious Seven. And I think that he, I think he knows what he did, right? He's like, what? You gave me like $200 million to make it? Like, okay, let's see what mm-hmm. we can throw in. And they just throw everything at the screen. Sea monsters, seahorses, mm-hmm. people riding the sharks.
0: Okay, and when I saw the trailers for this, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck no. This is a cartoon. <laughs> I'm out. Right. Like, I don't care how hot Aquaman is, I'm right. out. Then I saw trailers a little better. But then I saw this movie, and the cartoony sea horses and sea animals and sharks and stuff didn't bother me. I was quite into it.
1: Well, because it's it, it just it, right off the bat, it's giving you, first of all, like the first scene has Nicole Kidman and Oscar winner Nicole Kidman, and she's just like, hey guys, I'm Nicole Kidman in this Ocean movie, mm-hmm. but then she's fighting off, like, these heavily shiny armored men, and you're just like, okay, I guess this is the movie we're in for, and then it just gets crazier from mm-hmm. there, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I appreciate is that director James Wan, he clearly likes manta rays as much as I do, because there is just, like, an onslaught of manta rays in this movie, uh, they're in the Ocean, they're in. They're in there's an early scene with little baby Aquaman at an aquarium and it's not it's like in boston and first of all boston doesn't have a, a manta ray in their aquarium Nobody cares they're about very the they're very difficult to have in <laughs> captivity there's one, there's a couple Nobody in cares atlanta
0: about the but
1: anyway he threw it in there because he clearly likes manta rays when the manta rays aren't in the movie the the people underwater have like water ships submarines mm-hmm. that are shaped like uh yeah. mantas with well, the main bad guy i know that like, he's black manta He's not really like a manta ray looking guy, but, uh, you know, he's a lot of manta rays and I appreciate that.
0: I didn't realize when you told me Black Manta, I thought you were saying Black Mantis and I thought he did sort of look like a, a praying, praying mantis. Right, he does. So I was, now I'm confused.
1: My favorite part of the, the whole movie going experience is when <laughs> uh, Black Manta, and this is, the shot's in the trailer, but it clearly like... There's too much to remember. Right. But when, he, so Black he looks just like the comic. I mean, he's got a giant... Helmet with these big laser eyes, but we're
0: talking like dinner plate size. And there's a scene before
1: it where the bad guy is like retrofitting this technology got to like well this gun's not gonna do i need something to put on my head and so when he pops out like we're in a full theater and you just burst out laughing when he just like stood there like in the like bad guy hero (laughs) shot of uh, black manta because you're just like oh my god (laughs) like this is what we're doing
0: well first yeah i laugh when he makes his first prototype of a medium-sized helmet and it (laughs) blows up and splits in half and he's like ah I'm going to need a bigger helmet. (laughs) And you're like, oh, God, (laughs) I see where this is going. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, fuck, yes, this just happened. He needs a big helmet.
1: (laughs) Uh I mean, yeah, I think that uh, Momoa, oddly, is, like, perfect. I mean, who would have thought? Like, I can't even. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the idea that we, like, we, like, even have an Aquaman movie, a live-action Aquaman movie That is like it would cost a ton of money is going to be huge. It's probably going to make a billion dollars at the worldwide box office.
0: Oh, great. This is
1: the world we live in. I I just I'm not good or bad. I just find that fascinating. Like this is a joke character for so many years.
0: We are living in such a dumpster fire right now (laughs) that if we can get as far from reality as possible, but sort of be kind of reality. It's a world we know, but not.
1: I mean, this is a year where, like, Venom was a huge hit, too, which is a ridiculously— I mean, I think Aquaman's actually a better made movie by a long shot than Venom. Venom is bad, and it's fun. This one's—I'd say it's cheesy, but it seems to be in enough on the joke. But it's not, like, trying to make it seem like it's a joke. It's just they're having a—it's goofball fun. And Momoa's good. He's got this movie. He's got, like, a swagger to him. It's fun.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's not, like, goofball, like— this is funny slapstick stuff. They're taking it just <laughs> serious enough. They're really towing that line. Even like some simple shots. Like, one that's popping into my mind is like the red-haired gal and Willem Dafoe yeah, have yeah. some sort of conversation, and it ends fine. But then, like the camera just like lingers on her for about twelve <laughs> seconds too long. And we're like, oh, this is kind of awkward. And we're just looking at her. Like,
1: well, she's got the reddest hair you've ever seen in your life. I know, which but I, I feel like.
0: like I feel like the director was like, yep, just. Stick with it for a few more seconds. Is it a scene
1: where she's got, like, that octopus dress? Because no, that's, like, a no, cool effect, like too. No, it's like at the
0: end when she's just standing there, but you're just like, okay, like, shouldn't we move this <laughs> scene along? Well,
1: they also have her and, uh, not to spoil anything in Aquaman, but they also, like, pause in the middle of a... D- like, millions of, like, fishmen are dying, but they got to pause for the longest underwater kiss I've ever seen in my life. But after after one. she
0: says, we got to end this fighting, too many people are dying... She leads the kiss. Let's make out for eight minutes. It's
1: a long kiss.
0: Well, watching all these people blow up behind us. I'm not mad
1: at it. I'm not mad at it. I can't be mad at it. Yeah. A CGI, some of (laughs) the. Okay, the the Willem Dafoe like young face though, because he's like they try to make him young, like they do that thing where they
0: mm-hmm. de-age mm-hmm. people. Spoiler alert: I'm pretty certain they used a Snapchat filter to make it happen. <laughs> I think they might have, because that's what it looks. All like. All the
1: other money was in the sea creatures. They're they didn't like, have Fuck money it. for Dafoe. Just throw
0: some Snapchat filters c- on him.
1: You could tell because all of those scenes are like very short of him, like flashback. Yes. They're kind of necessary, but they're like. So Shoot like, him from the back. Oh, oh
0: there's the back of his head. There's this little pony <laughs> topknot yeah. thing going on, which is also <laughs> awkward. And his hair's real dark, which for some reason makes the aging wor- the it does worse.
1: Well, I don't. It's just weird that we like the Marvel movies have done the de
0: aging thing. Nobody's and, done it well either. They've done
1: it pr- like the, mm. the Robert Downey Jr. looks pretty good in whatever movie that was. Uh, Nick. Uh, Fury, Sam Jackson in that Captain Marvel trailer... Okay, granted, he doesn't really look old to begin with, but that they looks pretty good. They just had to change
0: the lighting for him. They
1: changed the lighting <laughs> and they put some hair on him. Yeah, and then done. it's like, oh, oh, he's 30 years younger, but... Uh,
0: no, this one, they're like, no. here, just... <laughs> well, Willem defoe has got such a... Old... He's
1: got a weathered face. <laughs> he has
0: a—he had a weathered face probably when he was 26. Yeah,
1: like, it doesn't really de-age well. Mm-mm. It's pretty funny, though.
0: Totally worth going to the theater and seeing. It's a good time. Yes. I mean, I
1: could see, like... By in the, by the first fifteen minutes, if you're like either you're gonna be on board with it or not. But if you're like if you like those first fifteen minutes, you're like great, you're gonna enjoy this. But yes. if you're like this is stupid, it's like you should just leave because it's gonna be more of that.
0: I will say, even if you see the trailer and you're like, mm, it still might get you in the movie. It's, that's how I was.
1: Biggest screen possible. I don't think it's gonna translate as well on a yeah. small screen. Agreed. But, uh, okay, what
0: else did we go to the theater? Oh, we saw. See?
1: I feel bad about this one because I was like. You didn't want to see it,
0: but I was like, well, we should see it because it's, like, got... No, here's what happened. Okay. You've been going to the movie by yourself. Yeah. So you've seen a handful of movies that I want to see, and those movies include...
1: Spider-Man, The Spider-Man Favorite. and the
0: Spider-Verse, which... Yeah. I was like, I don't want to go see that because I was thinking with some, me some so other Spider-Man. Much. I know, oh my God. so mad about that. That was your fault. <laughs> then I also wanted to see Mary Poppins because I love Emily Blunt. I but saw that. you know, whatever, that's fine. I can talk about that for a hot second. You don't need to. Okay. It's Mary Poppins. It's pretty with good. Emily
1: Blunt. I liked her in it. It's pretty good. It was. It's not amazing. I thought it was enjoyable.
0: But mm-hmm. that's and it. then I also wanted to see The Favorite,
1: right, which we've talked about with
0: uh, Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. That's
1: really good. I like that movie a lot. So those
0: were like the three I wanted to see, but they were off the table because we, you had I told you to I wouldn't have gone
1: to any of those again.
0: But n- you, no, you did. We
1: could have went and seen. Uh... Actually, I don't
0: remember you ever saying that to I me. I did. I
1: said I would go see Spider. You asked me like three different times if I would go see Spider Man again. I said yes. It's really good.
0: I must have just shut my brain off when you started saying that because I don't remember. You seeing kept that clicking at all.
1: into like I don't want to see that Spider. You went back to no, the same no, movie. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, Stop. That's a Spider movie.
0: I didn't so, want to see. So we didn't see those. Instead, no. we went to go see vice which beforehand I was like I don't know if I want to see that because it sort of feels like a homework assignment
1: a little bit and then so I kind of knew it was a movie that I was excited about when I kind of first saw the trailer cuz it has a great um sequence with Sam Rockwell as George W Bush and he's doing a he's doing a good fun impression I liked The Big Short I thought that was a a kind of a fun movie about a difficult subject so I thought this will be good, and then the reviews came out, and it was very split. There's some people that really like, seem to like it, and then there are some huge detractors, and not just, like, a political split. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about, like, oh, the liberals like Vice, and the conservatives don't know. It's, like, all the liberal critics, which are pretty – they're basically all liberal uh, – there's a split among who mm-hmm. thought it was okay and who th- – so then I was a little nervous. But the performance is supposed to be really good. Christian Bale as Dick Cheney, Amy Adams as Lynn Cheney. Yes.
0: Love those two actors.
1: And they're very good in the movie. They love good. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. They're doing good work. Sam Rockwell is not in much of the movie, unfortunately. Maybe like – he doesn't even appear until like basically the second half and then yes. he's in like three or four scenes. It's disappointing because he's, doing a, he's doing a good – it's doing a fun thing there.
0: Yeah, so I went into the movie thinking, I mm, like right. this movie. So, but then it starts, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun, so I'm enjoying it for, like, a while. Yeah. It, and then all of a sudden, I was like, ah, oh, this is getting boring and stupid, and I already know all of this.
1: I, yeah, I, I just I wrote a review of it yesterday, Um, and the first half is, like, kind of more about his Time before he became vice president.
0: Yeah, how he started out as an intern. Kind of, yeah. And and so that's mm-hmm. all a
1: little bit unfamiliar. And I would say it's definitely not a. It's not a sympathetic perform. Like it's not trying to be sympathetic to Dick Cheney. However, it does seem for at least a while to be somewhat fair. Like it's trying to present him with a worldview. We're trying to get him to understand who he is, why he makes the choices he makes, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was that worked for me for a while.
0: Yeah, I think. It it could have gone a lot like more accusatory and right. pointing the finger at him, and it could have painted him into this big monster, which it, it didn't do for the first half. Mm-hmm. And
1: then there's a there's a pretty good gag in the middle of the movie, and then after that gag, we focus on the vice presidency and specifically his involvement with Iraq, right? And it's all stuff that if you were alive during this time period, which we all were friends, we've all basically, I mean. Is there anybody that's our age that hasn't, like, formed an opinion about this <laughs> and know... And I mean,
0: yes, there are people our age that have chosen not to... Fine. ...know anything about but it. they're not going to go to this movie ever. anyway, right? No, they're... exactly. And I <laughs> think you put that in your review. Like, who is this movie for?
1: It's not for... It's not for us, because we formulated an opinion about this based on the same facts that this movie tries to use as a persuasive beat of, like, this guy did some bad stuff. It's like, well, we've, we've
0: no, seen that no stuff. No shit. We already know we,
1: that. We've, we've seen that, right? And the movie... I, and then, so it's not going to convince anybody else that it hasn't, because it does have a, a real, like, kind of a that second half, especially, kind of just has a tone to it that just it's flippant. It doesn't, it doesn't portray him in a sympathetic like You don't understand the choices he makes Mm-mm. at this point. You don't get why he's doing the things he's doing, other than oh, power. It's such an easy scapegoat of an explanation. And, and we didn't even like. There's a terrible post-credit scene apparently that we didn't even stay for that's awful, that just solidifies, oh. I won't even talk about it, but it, yeah. it basically solidifies our thoughts on it. I thought it was strange. I mean, even, I like Steve Carell as a dramatic actor and a comedic actor, right? And so he actually has quite a few scenes as Donald Rumsfeld. Mm-hmm. He's doing like,
0: it. all it is, is him playing old man Michael Scott. I, I mean, I was sitting there thinking, like, was Donald Rumsfeld a jokester like this no and it, it's not like he's
1: playing a jokester but he's, he is he's, he's playing fl-
0: like a ha <laughs> he doesn't a, care Yes,
1: it's just a weird and he's bumbling and okay fine you can have that opinion i don't know personally how i don't remember much about how donald rumsfeld was in terms no. of personality on tv but it didn't seem like it was a it seemed like a caricature where everything else was trying even sam rockwell's bush is not really a caricature it, it does go beyond that it isn't he's not a joke Donald Rumsfeld in this is just a, it's a gag, and I don't get, and especially since Adam McKay used Steve Carell, I think, to really smart uh, effect in The Big Short, where he's not really playing; he's doing a big accent, but he's playing a more dramatic aspect of that of that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of a loud. He's, I mean, it's it's a different kind of role, but it it's proof that he can do that, and he's been good in other things like that. So I thought it was weird. I didn't I didn't care for Vice. I thought the performances are good, but the the main two, but
0: yeah, I was. Almost basically like checking my phone to see what time it was by the end of it. I was Amy like, is Adams, this fucking over
1: yet? Amy Adams is really good in that first half. Not really in much of the second half, I, obviously, because she's not. So it's just this and only to marginalize it. So like, why? You can get to a point where like, why do we even bother introducing her if she has mm-hmm. no role in this during the back half? Even mm-hmm. though she's there. She's just around, standing there. So it was disappointing. Didn't, it was. Didn't care for it. So. Yeah, that's what we saw together. Mm-hmm. I saw Mary Poppins. It's okay. I like the music in it. It's fun. I mean, whatever. It's not
0: like, <laughs> like earth shattering good.
1: It's like like the new Halloween this year. It's just like it's good, but like why? I mean, do we like do we need it? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. like we we have we have it. We have Mary Poppins. I don't know. Emily Blunt is good in it, but it she's not even like the story doesn't even. I would say even utilize her to her full potential. She even kind of has less to do as the movie goes on.
0: Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I... I wanted to see that movie, but as like a thriller.
1: <laughs> Mary Poppins, the thriller. How's that go? Like she's uh, back and she's means business.
0: <laughs> like it's dark. Like it's this fucking magical lady who comes and is like, listen up, fucking kids. Get your shit together. I, I will fuck you up. That's like the super nanny show, isn't it? Or whatever. Aren't they kind of mean? Yeah. You want one of No, those but I want an magic. actual thriller that's like is she going to murder them all there is or is weird... she going to save them? Is she mysterious like I want a mysterious Mary Poppins? Oh. This kind of like toes the line between good and evil.
1: There's a weird scene in the middle where they go into Animation Land mm-hmm. and there's like these random animated villains and they and it's like a whole subplot. It's it's weird. It's
0: in the original. I They're know, not I like know. villains but there are these weird looking things it goes on too long and,
1: and and that's a great point i mean it just the whole thing definitely it's a sequel ish but it also just feels like the one that's already really good is same there, with
0: halloween is there a long annoying song about birds or something um, Do you remember the bird lady in the old Mary Poppins? I hated that scene growing up. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't remember. It's, and then they're singing, and it's like it.
0: dark, and the dirty kids, and they're outside the bank or something, and yeah. it's like the birds. Uh, I don't remember I don't know. how it goes.
1: Now it's been. I didn't. I should have. Guess I should have watched Mary Poppins before I went. When the is the
0: last time you actually watched Mary Poppins? Probably only
1: a couple of years ago. Actually, we probably watched it. We turned it on for our oldest. I think, and she didn't care. But yeah, feed no. the
0: birds. That was the song. All right. Oh, now I'm going to push play just because I got to, I got to see, uh, I got to remind myself how it goes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Feed the birds, toppings a bag, toppings, toppings, a bag hated that fucking song growing up. Shut it down, Mary Poppins. This is the most boring scene ever. It's just like this 5-minute song about feeding the birds and go to bed, and then it shows this lady, this old homeless-looking lady with birds and she feeds the birds. What are we doing, Mary Poppins?
1: It's there's not a my favorite song in the movie is kind of quiet like that. It's Emily Blunt sings it. Um but it's Got more substance to it than feeding birds.
0: Real talk. I never really liked Mary Poppins growing up.
1: That's funny because I felt like you insisted on me like watching it the last time. Like, this is
0: a classic. I think there's like these voices <laughs> in my head. They're yeah. like my auntie Peggy, my auntie Cindy, my sister that are like, You don't like these Disney movies. Yeah. And, I like it. And at the end of the day, so uh, you like the old Mary Poppins movie? Yeah, like I the like- whole thing? I mean, some of it because doesn't work for me. You're but... gonna, you're gonna watch. I'm gonna make you watch that movie again, and you're gonna think all these parts with like the bank and like the parent, the dad. Ugh, yeah, who well, cares? I mean, well then, I don't know if you're gonna like the new and one. And then you're <laughs> gonna hop into this like penguin dancing cartoon yeah, land. I mean, the whole thing is dumb.
1: It's not. I, 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 as a fan of musicals in general, I tend to have a. Higher tolerance, but at the same time, yes. I mean, there's always, like, sequences and things that I'm just like, I could do without that. I could trim without that. I almost, even despite really liking musicals, I'm always just like, even when new ones come, I'm like, they could have cut about a half hour out of this because there's, like, always, like, extra meat that you don't need. But um, Um,
0: um, now I'm looking at how many views this little video's gotten. And now I'm going to get, I feel like we're going to get some shit for my comments. If
1: anybody listened to this podcast, we'd get shit.
0: What's your guess on how many views that Feed the Birds song got?
1: 65 million.
0: I mean, not that close. It's like <laughs> well, six and a half million. No, Still, that's a, that's a lot. That's
1: Was it six and a half? You six and a I half. I saw the numbers in you, my brain. You clearly. did.
0: Okay. So, anything else that you've been watching recently that you want to share? Eh,
1: we talked for a little bit. I mean, I could talk about more, but yeah, it's fine.
0: Mm. I could talk about Netflix shows. I
1: saw a couple movies on video that were okay, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. We can move on.
0: That's fine. Mm-hmm. Save it for next time? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, so today we are going to talk. I was going to say we're going to watch, but we already watched it. Okay. We did watch it. So we. I wanted to pick a movie for New Year's, and mm-hmm. I had it narrowed down. I had it narrowed down to um, While You Were Sleeping, which is set sometime around that, also with Sandy Bullock.
1: Okay. Bullock. Sandy Bullock.
0: Why do you keep wanting to say Bullock?
1: I don't know. Because it's, Cause uh, it's spelled
0: O-C-K, and my brain is like... It's like Bat the cop
1: and Batman, Detective Bullock.
0: Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. So thank you for that (laughs) non-helpful suggestion. Bullock. So I wanted to watch While You Were Sleeping or Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. We don't
1: have either of those movies.
0: Or When Harry Met Sally.
1: Which I thought we had, but it turns out we didn't.
0: Yeah, so we didn't have any like New Year's Eve movies. Apparently, apparently those are on hand. On hand,
1: yeah, on hand. We could have um, rented them for a dollar each. I'm
0: sure. So I was thinking of while you were sleeping, thinking right. about Old Sandy, and mm-hmm. then I watched Bird Box. Yeah, and then I was like, let's do the net. I've been talking about the net probably since well we started the podcast.
1: And I did pick up this DVD a couple months ago. I mentioned ago. it. Yeah, got yeah. like two dollars. So you whatever. picked it
0: up on the eBay. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the net. I'm going to kick us off with some high stats. It came out in 1995. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old. You were?
1: What depends on the, probably 12 unless it came July. Out. Yeah, I was 12.
0: You were... No, you, how old are, no, you weren't, April. No, you weren't, you weren't 12. Ah, uh, we were both 11. Okay. <laughs> Just to let you know. I don't know if you know when you were born. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Wait, how old you were when the movie came out Fine, how do you not know what I'm talking about I don't about? know
1: you got me all confused with dates now who knows dates. what you're talking about you
0: know who's really bad with dates <laughs> I am I miss appointments all the time yeah you do but I do make it to work that's it's rated PG-13. Is mm-hmm. it an hour and 54 minutes? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, that checks out. That, that
1: felt the long. That felt how long it was. <laughs> we uh
0: so yesterday was New Year's Day. Um we were up until 2:30 or 3 playing cards and stuff. Yep. And then our asshole kids woke me up at 7.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I got up with them to let you and our house guests sleep. And I was very nice to do that. So the last well, night, well I was
1: up because well, that was nice because I, I I had
0: been yes, up earlier. You later got and then, even less sleep. Yeah. So well, we had this on last night. I was getting real tired mm-hmm. and I kept falling asleep. But you were like just push the range, just just, just, wake, just wake up enough to finish this movie
1: because well, it was already going on. We were only like ten on minutes so left.
0: long. So yeah, it's like almost two hours long. Way too long. Okay, it stars uh, basically Sandra Bullock, and that's it. It has other people, but nobody.
1: You got Jeremy Northam, who is kind of the villain of the piece. He, he. I think this was kind of new to his career. He shows up a lot through the '90s and stuff. He's got
0: a British accent. So if there's like a movie with a British accent, he's somewhere in it possibly. (laughs) That's what I noticed when I looked at his uh, movie. thing. he was in like uh, Emma.
1: Was he in Gosford Park?
0: Uh, probably, yeah. I'd have to look. Um, and then also has a few scenes with Dennis Miller.
1: Yeah, Dennis. This he's was third like a big, cast and
0: he's got four scenes. Maybe. Well, he's
1: third built because you're like, how is he in the? He's barely in this movie. But then you're like, well, no one else is really in the movie, so I guess he is technically third build, But mm-hmm. it's such a small part, and is it? It's not his first acting role, but God, it feels like it. He's a, he's a real bad actor. He's not good, and he's not didn't do a lot of acting after this either, which is, I mean, probably smart on
0: his yes. part. The movie had a $22 million budget. Mm-hmm. It kicked out $10 million in its opening weekend. Then it grossed fifty in the United States and total worldwide $110 million. It was a
1: box office hit. It was a
0: box office hit. So, Tyler, what do you remember about the net? I'll go first.
1: Okay, this is when the part of the podcast where we, prior to the movie, we write down for 30 seconds what we remember about the movie. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote it down and we share it with you, the listener.
0: Okay. So I do feel like you were legit cheating on this one because we were in the car talking about the net and then you were like reading me stuff and I was like, see, you are looking up stuff about the net and you're like, I didn't read the plot part.
1: Yeah, I didn't. And so you're,
0: but you are a little bit of a cheater.
1: No, but I, so I did put in some of the only thing that I read about, I did put in this description and I'll tell you what it is. So, okay. So I'm, I'm just full disclosure. I did not read anything about the plot. You, turns out that even at the beginning of this, you seem to have more details of what actually happens in the movie than I did. Oh,
0: based on what I wrote? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Also, I made an egregious error in mine. Here we go. Okay. What do you remember? Uh, Mostly, I remember thinking this movie was pretty great.
1: Is that the egregious error? Nope. Oh.
0: (laughs) Sandra Bullock has a CD of information. close. No, that's an egregious error. (laughs) It is not a CD, friends. It is a floppy disk. Yeah, of which we always used to just call like an a drive. And I think it's big. Okay, you're you're I'm going to chug up some memories here for you. We were in college. Mm -hmm. And I think in college, the floppy disks on all the computers there were on their a drive, which Mm -hmm. if you know anything about computers, the letters don't mean anything. They're just what you map a desktop well, they Computer probably two? do. I don't know. <laughs> you can choose any letter. So the letter is interchangeable. But we always called it the A drive because on all of our computers, the floppy disks always were A drive.
1: I used to call them a hard disk because hard disk. I remember back when we first had computers. No, you're right. They you're were right. like actual floppy disks. They no, were flimsy. They, and they were bigger. Like, they, and they were like six hole. inches. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, they were hard disks. You're so totally are these hard right. disks or were they these floppy disks? These are hard disks.
1: disks. What, do, what did Sandy Bullock have in the movie?
0: Hard disks. Okay. <laughs> But now I'm, gonna, now I'm curious what she called them. Maybe they did call it, say it floppy? Something.
1: Maybe they called it a floppy. I don't remember. Maybe they... I don't know.
0: Okay, so Sandra... Because if you move it
1: like this, like with your hand, it kind of has the illusion of being floppy. Like how pencil, that pencil, rubber pencil move?
0: Yeah, that's not as effective on a podcast. Okay. What you're doing. The rubber pencil. I can do the rubber pencil like it's nobody's business. Oh, like
1: that's a real skill.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> Sandra Bullock has a CD of information that some bad guys are trying to get. She has to solve something and prove something to save something. Something like that. So I didn't remember any of the details. I remember there being a lot of drama around this disc. I remember something happening where she had to, like, prove something and run around and then save something. I, f- I feel like I nailed the plot. That's much what right the there. movie is. Well,
1: yeah. once after the freaking, like, Hawaiian-Mexican vacation that goes on for, like, a half hour. But sure.
0: Yeah. At a um, very, yes, high level. What did you write?
1: Sandra Bullock is a computer programmer who goes on, all caps, THE NET, and finds some criminal shit. See, I don't know. That's not good for her friend Dennis Miller, who is killed for knowing too much, or something about supporting Rudy Giuliani. See, so that's the only part that I was reading about on Wikipedia, because I was like, what's Dennis Miller doing? I was like, he was like a person that was like a pretty popular comedian. He had an HBO show, and then I think he still got a radio show, but like, you know, he started after 9-11, he was like super into Rudy Giuliani, and then, you know, that's all like people have people have shifted their opinion on Rudy Giuliani over the years is all I'm saying.
0: Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I've never shifted my opinion about Rudy Giuliani. Okay. It's been very consistent, okay. the whole time. I, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Though. I
1: said I can't remember. <laughs> and then i and then I just resorted to writing about what was on the dVD menu screen, which was pretty fascinating to me because it was set up like a computer screen uh-huh. and it was like, the menu had little icons instead of like play movie it said like Iceman and gatekeeper it was amazing so Mm -hmm. this movie is like the epitome of night like 90s like this is a 90s movie like through and through oh yeah everything about it is just 90s
0: it's 90s technology through and through yeah but it just but
1: then like even its structure and like yeah anyway Mm -hmm. it's
0: uh yeah it's a movie so what do we want to talk about today? Do we want to talk about the plots? Do we want to talk about the technology? What are you thinking today? Well, the
1: basic setup, we can talk about the technology because Sandy Bullock is playing, like, she's kind of reclu- reclu- a recluse, I would say. She works from home. She is a very excellent, like, debu- Like, she gets programs. Usually, like, like I think she's pl- playing a game. What's the game that she's playing? It's like Wolfenstein or something like that? It's like a real game. And she's, like, fixing the game. Like, she's checking for bugs and, like, fixing the bugs. And she's so good at it that, like, she works for a company, but she gets to stay home and work. She doesn't have to go into the office.
0: Yep. We she We see the office bugs, later. She cleans up viruses that have infected things. And this
1: is very important because the movie does not work if anybody knows her, right? Like, there's no... Like, it's because she gets her shit stolen and then no one believes her because she's such a recluse, right? So, it's great. Like, the first setup of this movie is just, like... Basically, the first 10 minutes is just like, this is the 90s. Isn't technology great? (laughs) Because everything she's doing is on the computer. She's ordering pizza on her computer.
0: Oh, my God. Let's just talk about ordering pizza for a couple minutes. So a few years ago, Domino's rolled out like the Domino's pizza tracker, where you could see when Jim put your pizza in Mm -hmm. and when John was leaving to deliver your pizza. Right. Well, if you watch the net, guys... Pizza.net had this technology in 1995. It's
1: amazing. I want this platform now because now you, there's so many steps, right? Oh,
0: it's like it takes me 13 minutes yeah. to order a pizza Whereas on
1: my phone. in the net, it's it's so easy that it's like on the screen. It's just a picture of a pizza. There's little check boxes of what she wants on there. She goes click, 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 click. Done. Like she's done in a flash. Done. That pizza is on its way. Pizza.net. Did we mm-hmm. even check? We should have checked to see if pizza.net's still a thing. Who, who decided to buy that? Pizza Hut? Little Caesars? Little Nero's? I bet you it's Little Nero's.
0: I hope I don't get a virus by going to Pizza.net.
1: It's probably the Mozart's uh, Jungle or whatever. Mozart's Ghost. <laughs> the program that causes all the trouble.
0: It's not loading.
1: Okay, stop it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am curious to go to archive.org and see what it was back in 1995.
1: I would hope that they purchased it and were like,
0: this pizza.net. Do people know, do old millennials know what archive.org is? I don't know. What is archive.org? Do you know, oh, what? You told me this. It's the Wayback Machine, so you can it has cataloged pretty much every website since whatever time of history. Including that one I made in college. It was real bad. <laughs> yes, if you had the actual website address, it had to have... Grabbed a snapshot of it. So um, I don't know if it's gotten all of them, but let's check out pizza.net. I had to
1: make one for a class, and God, I didn't know how to do anything on the computer. It was bad.
0: Um, pizza.net, as far as the regular website returned, can't be reached.
1: Oh, that's too bad. So, but it's an amazing piece of technology. However, the pizza comes. There's a shot of her later where she's in a chat room, and this is like a rudimentary like Yahoo chat. It's like pre, it kind of predates Yahoo chat in terms of what it looks like. It's only for like, the movie like, is basically saying, like, Sandra Bullock, she's a real computer, like, nerd. She's really, like, one of the elite people. This is a special chat room only for these elite people, right? The pizza, though, it's so bad. It's, like, a greasy—what did she put on it? It looked like, like—was it it mushrooms? She
0: ordered mushrooms, I think, and anchovies when you go back and look at the Gross. screenshot of it. It's
1: ugly. It's so bad that she even puts, like, a bowl of M&M's right on top of the pizza, And not on top of the box. I'm talking about she rests this bowl of M&M's just right on top of the greasy pizza. Mm -hmm. Like, even she thinks it's garbage.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I thought that was interesting. And doesn't she use other things in there that's, like... Yeah, the technology is really strong. There's not a lot of waiting around. She's usually able to kind of access files, uh, the downloading of files. This is pretty much the pace in which all future movies about, like, downloading files or stealing files or uploading a virus or whatever, they've chosen this speed as the speed, Right? Like, the, even yes. in 2018, this is how long it takes to, like, download the file. Yes. Even though back then, well, you could only hold, like, four Word documents on the on a yes. hard drive. So that's that's cool. This is the, this movie, I believe, just kind of set the standard for how long people have to wait for uh, shit to
0: download before someone's peeking around the corner to stop you. What I can tell you is that Pizza.net... Was not a website, so it's not. It's like back in the day, they didn't even think like, "Hey, we should probably buy that domain before we put it in our movie."
1: It wasn't like just sixteen dollars to buy a domain then?
0: No, hmm. it's like the website's like the, a host website. That's like, do you wish your browser supported Java? Main menu, live cameras around the world, animated satellite weather map, general interest text files. I feel like if I, I feel like those are viruses.
1: Do you do you think that like because was .net a thing right away? Or because there was .com, and then .net was the thing that you get. We'd get when you couldn't get .com. Am I here's and
0: so a were question. they the one
1: that like created .net as like a fake thing? Like five 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 is a fake phone number. I don't know. And then every, then they were like, oh yeah, we ran. Actually, did run out of websites. So we need to start using .net. And they're like, let's use this movie The Net as our way. Man, this is a this is a movie that's just it's more influential than like uh, Blade Runner.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: What are you looking at now?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to see if I got Pizza.net, if that's correct. Do we, we really what need if,
1: to – I think we probably hit on the, the Pizza.net. You enough, know, don't be thing. a
0: jerk. Just don't be rude. Well, you're just
1: like, – no, I, I, I'm holding this conversation about this amazing movie, The Net, and you're looking at Let's Pizza.net. Let's talk about
0: the cyber chat then while I'm looking at Pizza.net. <sighs>
1: the cyber chat. So this was like – you said that you used – I had AOL Messenger and like um... – We
0: all had AOL. I am –
1: I am. Was that what it was called? Yeah. But I don't really have a messenger. memory using Yahoo, but you said that this this platform looked like Yahoo chat kind of.
0: Okay. So three things. The, okay. The website was pizza.net. Okay. Number two, I did have IAOL. You had to, you can only I am people you knew though. Like, okay. Like you had to have their messenger handler. Number three, our computer was in my sister's bedroom mm-hmm. and she was out of co- she was out of school and in college by then. So I was in seventh grade when we got like the internet dial-up. I was not supposed to be on that computer getting on the internet, but my parents didn't quite know what the internet was at that time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely got on. I definitely somehow found Yahoo Chats, where I was allowed to talk to complete strangers when I was 12, 13 years old, who were who knows who they were, and we talked about very inappropriate things that kids should not be talking about.
1: Did you agree to meet any of them at a carnival-type event?
0: I did not because I again was twelve years old. However, maybe you so, saw the net
1: and you are like, "Oh, I shouldn't meet this person I at a think carnival." So. It could be a bad guy, a British what's, bad guy. What's
0: funny about the chat? So this is like the second, the first scene with Sandy Bullock. Right. Um, what's funny about the chat is she, and this is just a thing that like people in movies in in Hollywood land do. <laughs> she reads everything that she is typing into the chat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the computer,
1: in the computer voice,
0: reads or says what the other people are saying back to her in these creepy computer voices, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I think you are very smart. And it's this creepy, like, computer voice. My sympathies exactly, Angel. Let's have a date and procreate. Well, not me. Two days I'm off on vacation. Just me, beach, and a... I'm there, babe. Look no further. Sorry. Not much. I'm crushed. So what do you want in a man? Okay. Chat did not have this, like, text-to-speech functionality. Maybe she
1: had it because she's an advanced... This is the special, is the special chat room, remember? I think so,
0: because she's a computer programmer. Right. So I'll give her that. But, but why? like In <laughs> real world, um, you don't want nobody reading your fucking chats, let alone hearing them, like... Chats are where you can say, like, really shitty things or really, like, inappropriate things. You don't want that being, like, spoken out loud. You know... Chats are private.
1: When I got on chat, I feel like, number one, I always use my full name because I'm a (laughs) trusting person.
0: No, you didn't. Shut up. And then
1: I had real, fulfilling conversations with people about life, uh, about just, uh, you know, just mortality, and... There was no inappropriate talk. I don't know where, what kind of child you were, but for me, this was a a place of education. This was a place of of enlightenment, and I'm disgusted by your behavior, quite frankly.
0: I think if my parents had found out the things I was chatting as a young teenager with strangers, it, it would have been real bad.
1: I've never even heard of behavior like this. You I don't must, even
0: there's, I don't even know what this thing called cyber sex is. That
1: sounds like something from the dark web and not the regular web and Maybe. I don't uh, Maybe Yahoo
0: Chat was on the on the dark web. I
1: judge you. I think you're a bad person.
0: Okay, so the moral of that story is nobody wants their chat talking to them.
1: No, it's weird and it it's a thing that movies do, like they still kind of did it for a while where uh, they like, they almost didn't trust audiences to be mm-hmm. like,
0: the
1: the character's reading something, no, I have to say it out loud just in case they didn't catch what was on the screen. Is
0: it for people who are blind? Well, I mean, <laughs> they have devices for that now,
1: so you don't need that. But
0: maybe they're just trying to help, help, it's for the heart of seeing?
1: I think that this movie was largely made by people that probably don't understand technology anyway. So they're just kind of use like, you know, using like, well, we'll just help people understand that she's talking to someone through the computer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. So I don't know. She stumbles upon like, she's got a colleague who doesn't, again, this is another person. Maybe this is the only other, there's only two people, three people in the world that apparently know what her character, Angela Bennett, looks like. Her mom, who has Alzheimer's, uh, she's in a home. Mm-hmm. And they, there's a scene where she talks with her. Uh, there's another programmer that gives her this Mozart's ghost game that's got a weird glitch
0: on it. Mm-hmm. And but then, they also haven't met in person. And they Okay, they hadn't met in person. No, because when they're going to met, meet, they're plan to meet up, he's like, oh, it'll be nice to finally, we're going to finally meet in person. Okay. I'll be the tall one.
1: So he doesn't know her. But he, it doesn't matter. That guy gets blown up in an airplane. He
0: gets murdered.
1: Um, but then there's Dennis Miller, who she had, a, she was her... His she was, They were he having was, an affair. He was her counselor, though. Mm-hmm. He's, like, a psychologist, and he was married. Mm-hmm. So that's this is the only people in the world that know who she is. And that's important because the whole second half hinges on the fact that, like, not even her neighbor knows who she is because everything no one, gets erased. No one can vouch for her. No one can vouch for her, right? So she gets this file. Her one friend's like, I'm going to fly. First of all, the guy, <laughs> some of the details in here are kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, here's this coworker programmer. He's like, oh, I gotta, we'll go down and we'll work on this together. She's going on vacations. Like, I gotta, we gotta do it before my vacation. So he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll fly down on my Cessna. I was like, wait, <laughs> this guy's got a plane?
0: Not, and he doesn't say, oh, I'll just fly down, which would be what a normal person would say. And he doesn't just say, I'll fly down on my plane. He's like, on my Cessna. Who the fuck knows what a Cessna is? Well, people who fly do, but. Yeah, but people who don't, as in everyone who watches common. this movie. Oh, really? Did you know what it was? Yeah. Am I a dumb? Maybe. <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's like a small when, plane. When you were making fun of it yesterday when we watched it, I was like, yeah, why is he calling it a Cessna? What the fuck's a Cessna?
1: I, I just thought it was funny that, like, huh. those programmers got, he also happens to be, like, a an aviation enthusiast who has his own plane. But having your own plane is not cheap either. Mm. But I think it's just because of movies like PG-13. We don't want to blow up, like, a whole, like, plane full of people or we don't, we need to have some kind of dramatic action to start this, uh business, yes? Cessna
0: was founded in 1927. Yeah, it's a well-known... It's, clearly, it's a well-known plane. Well, aren't you fancy with it's your... Not fancy. This is just common knowledge. With your fancy airplane aviation knowledge. All right. Anyway, so
1: <laughs> my favorite... One of my favorite things is that he gets blown up, right? Because they find... She finds some kind of weird thing on this program, and it flashes in front of her. This is the thing. Every time she opens this.
0: So he sends her this thing. It looks like just a regular game.
1: Like Mozart's Ghost.
0: And then he's like, hey, click that icon in the bottom right of the screen. It's a little pie sign. Mm -hmm. And what you'll learn from this movie is that to make anything work on a computer, you just have to push control plus shift and click. And that's when all the magical stuff happens. Cool. So that's the instructions she he's given her. And then she it, clicks it, and then it starts flashing data. all this data. It made Charts. Me, it made me think of that um, one show where the guy sees something, and then all the information's in his head. It went on for a few seasons. Psych. Nope.
1: No. Oh, uh, it's that
0: young guy. He's numbers. Like, he's like a technology. He's like a help geek. Help. The numbers guy. Nope. He wears a blue shirt. He works as, like, a think geek. Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. He made me think of Chuck. Mm-hmm. So, and and also any other show where there's, like, some sort of quick download Savant. of information. Yeah. Some any technology yeah. download of lots of information. Flash, flash, flash. But
1: then what's great is it's is it kind of the first of many scenes in this movie where it's, like, an extreme close-up. Mm. Where it's, like, yes. Sandra Bullock's, like, reaction is, like, she, like, shakes her head and is, like, whoa. Like,
0: as what if, is this? As if the information speared into her, her brain. brain.
1: Right. Even though she doesn't understand it. It's no. clear that she doesn't understand what that is.
0: And it, it didn't install in her brain. She's just seeing information just that she shouldn't see. It's like it's a trailer servers. It's like uh, different places, websites. Yeah.
1: So anyway, like, it's bad. <laughs> we, we heard earlier, the movie kind of begins with this weird suit. Like, first of all, who remembers this? It's like, the movie actually opens with, like, this guy, this politician who is leaving it seems like it's dc i don't know he he goes to a park he's having a really weird phone conversation with like his son about like sega and nintendo and homework and so it's Mm -hmm. it's a weird awkward stilted one-sided conversation he hangs up and then he puts a gun in his mouth and then like it pans up and he shoots himself you're like what this is the net like what's going on there were two
0: phone calls right so the first phone call someone's talking well and his driver's like oh we're almost there mr secretary so you're like, oh, this guy's an important guy. And yeah. then he's talking on the phone. He's like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, so Well, <laughs> I guess that's the real reality of it all.
1: So now I just was thinking about what the other person said. Think of it this way. It's the mom in the room. Who's calling him? And she's and he's just like, "Well, I got the results of the test back. You definitely
0: have AIDS. <laughs> you definitely have HIV." And he's
1: like, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's the reality of it. That's so the, that's the other that's end the of the real conversation. reality of it. I got the results of the test back. <laughs> so, so he commits suicide. That seems like that's gonna, you know, it, that's weird, right? So yeah. that comes back later. That's, that's what this dark. whole conspiracy is about. He." I could just say now he yes. doesn't have
0: AIDS. Someone His medical records were digitally tampered. tampered with
1: because they wanted to install a new secretary that would allow this computer security program to be installed and
0: make a bunch of money. And yeah, block so everything. this these these bad guys—they're bad. Um, they make a uh, antivirus software something that they call the Gatekeeper. Sure, and they say it's going to protect your computer. Yeah, absolutely. And then the people that don't use Gatekeeper have all their shit hacked. We're talking banks, the New York Stock Exchange big companies they die
1: in seven days
0: and then they're like oh we should and then the gate we should have gotten the gatekeeper so they seven scare days. people into getting this gatekeeper software and the gatekeeper software once installed downloads all your private shit and then all that information can be hacked and accessed and shared and manipulated and and to an know,
1: incredible degree
0: with this big giant virus thing
1: right so the first person that so that guy's dead her friend who goes on the Cessna, he gets blown up. Like he, his, his rate, his, uh, computer, his in-flight computer mm-hmm. records are hacked. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that, that seems like, you it's know. It's some
0: deep, deep hacking they're doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Deep hacking. He blows himself up. She calls in and is just like to the boss person that, cause this office is important to the climax. She calls in and is like, oh, we gotta, it's like, oh yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I don't know, we're gonna, we have to find someone, shorten artist for Dale. And she's like, what? Dale? What happened? I was gonna see him tonight. And he's like, oh, I didn't know he didn't know. He oh. blown up in an airplane. He did. <laughs> and then, what's funny is that she's just like, huh. Alright, well it's time to go on vacation. <laughs> like, it's just like a, it she's rolls like, well, right that's off. that's fucking of her.
0: weird. I'm she doesn't out.
1: know him, but still it's very strange. After she got a weird thing that you guys are struggling to understand. And now you're like, ah, I think I'll just go to Mexico. Where mm-hmm. she doesn't even, she's not even sure if they have phones there. She mentions to her mom, like, I'm not sure if they have phones where I'm going.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. <laughs> phones. It's
1: 1995, not
0: 1945. Where are you
1: going? You're not gonna stay in like a tomb down there. You're going to like a hotel. I mean, hotel. it is
0: Mexico, so you come know.
1: Geez, why don't you go, you gonna build a wall? I saying, saying she's a
0: very white person. You wanna build like, a wall? She's like, I don't know where I'm going because I've never been anywhere because I live in my house alone.
1: Right. So, oh, we, so we also have to, this is before, just real quick, it's not. It doesn't really matter. There's a real big time FedEx commercial in the middle of this movie, where she sends off this virus from a previous job. She wants to send it back to Dale's office, right? So a FedEx guy who's wearing, wearing a very prominent FedEx hat. It's mm-hmm. right in the middle of the frame for so a long sharp, time.
0: Real sharp hat. The
1: FedEx envelope is on the screen for a long time. You're just like, oh man, I've. It's like, I'm just going to guess, but FedEx is going to do a really good job delivering that letter. Like, they're not going to mess this delivery up. Yeah. It's a very positive depiction of FedEx. And it does. It turns out, big shock, that envelope comes back into the, the how the movie uh resolves itself. Saves the day. So then this is where I think, I like all this stuff. It's fun. It's a very 90s technology. And then we have this lengthy thing in Mexico where... Jeremy Northam shows up. He's British. He's charming. We know he's a bad guy. There's no way that yeah. he's not a bad if guy.
0: If you've ever seen a movie ever in your whole life, right. you know that he's a bad guy. But it, it, he's
1: like laying the charms on her. And then, the, ooh, the big shock of this is like Sandy Bullock. She's a nerd. But check out this bikini. She's also a hottie.
0: Yeah. she's a, She's wearing her black hot bikini yeah. with her laptop on her lap. Yep. She's like I'm hacking and looking hot.
1: It's it's notable. <laughs> Let's just say it because the movie makes uh it calls attention to it. We'll just say that.
0: This movie has the weirdest close-ups. <laughs> of any movie I've ever seen, so many weird, close-ups. and I never like got it. Like, was it? I don't get it. Like, what was it doing? I think it's trying.
1: Er- erwin winkler's is the director. It seems like he's trying to use it to kind of generate suspense in things that aren't necessarily suspenseful.
0: So it literally like zooms in on a person's mouth, and then it zooms back out. And yeah, it zooms in on their eyes, and then cuts back out.
1: The big example of this is toward the end when she does uh, try to meet a friend at the carnival back at home. And the Northam, the bad guy is there and they have a little chase, but it's a kind of a slow moving chase and she hides in a carousel. So we get all these extreme close ups of like the horses on the carousel. It's all shot from a low angle. So it's like this horror edgy montage to kind of like drum up suspense. And so that's what it's trying to do. It's like trying but to But the
0: face ones. The yeah, face... It's There were a lot of face ones. I
1: don't know. It's a lot of that. I don't it's a style choice. I don't I, don't I didn't know. get it. I didn't understand it. They do stick out. We'll just say that. Oh, but anyway, yeah, that's... So this, and this, it goes downhill real fast after that. The Mexico that. thing just takes forever. This guy, he loves his silencer gun. Mm-hmm. Because he shoots a lot with it. Sometimes poorly, but, like, finally how this Mexican thing resolves is that she gets her purse snatched. He pretends to go after the guy. He, like, apparently hired the guy, but then he kills that guy, gets the disc, and he takes her out on a boat to, like, probably, it seems, like, take take her out, right? Mm-hmm. And what I thought was notable was that usually in movies, characters are punished for having sex, at least up until about the year 2000 before we really started to like stop doing that shit in movies, right? Mm -hmm. But in this movie, it's a little bit inverted because he's going to kill her right when he goes and like puts the disc in the drawer after he's driven her out. He's going out there. He's got the gun in his pocket and he's like, all right, well, it's time to kill her, right? Mm -hmm. But then she puts the moves on him. And it basically saves her life because she like first thing she does is take off that jacket of his, and that's where his gun is. Yeah,
0: it's hidden in his little inside pocket. So they have the they they make
1: the love, they have the sex, they have the the, the do go to Pound Town,
0: not cyber sex, the real sex. They're having
1: Pound Town sex right yeah. there on the boat, consensual
0: um, adult sex.
1: Right, but then she he goes to I don't know what he what he go do went <laughs> to go check on his shit. Who knows what he went? He he leaves. That's when she like notices she, the gun she puts, she finds, his oh, she puts the she's on his jacket because she's
0: cold and then she finds the gun
1: yeah and then she has uh, i mean i understand she's a hacker she's not even a hacker she's just a computer a person so Programmer. She's, she's not gonna be real resourceful but man like she could have ended this guy so easily number one she had the gun
0: but just because a guy has a gun doesn't mean he was gonna kill you
1: um but she as she posited in the movie she's like because he's like, oh yeah, it's for shark hunting, which I think was a pretty funny line. Like,
0: I think she immediately knew then she was in trouble. No,
1: because then she says like, well, you don't need a silencer for that, and that's how she knew that it was trouble. But she took the clip out, which was pretty resourceful. Yes, hopefully there's not one stuck in the chamber though. That's the thing, right?
0: I don't know anything about guns, okay. so
1: sure. Um, but like, she could have taken care of him though because she whacks him, she knocks him out, right? And then she's trying to f- she finds the disc, and her plan is to. Get on this like.
0: Well, first she tries to get the she tries to escape in the big boat. Mm-hmm. It doesn't turn on. She first then she has to find the key. She gets the key. She puts it in. and Then it's not turning on. He clearly fucked with the boat. Why would he fuck with the dope I boat? I don't know. So it doesn't turn on. So then she sees that there's a lifeboat, like, a, like a, a rubber motor
1: motor, yes. motor boat, kind yeah, of thing. like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the little little boat. Yep. So mm-hmm. she jumps in there. She, she gets it
0: unhooked, and then she's got pulling on the motor to get it started. She's pulling. She's pulling, and then he wakes up, and then he jumps on the boat. And then they tussle again. And then she knocks him off yeah she does a pretty good job knocking him off then she gets that motor going and she starts going (laughs) and then all of a sudden out of the fucking nowhere because it's dark it's nighttime there's a small cluster of rocks (laughs) to which this little raft boat whatever they're called (laughs) smashes into it so it smashes into it and then we see like a shadow uh what's it called like an outline of her whatever her dark figure flying through the (laughs) air and landing in the water
1: First of all, it seemed like they drove out pretty far. These they rocks, drove- where are these rocks coming from?
0: Apparently the ocean has just these small eight foot clusters of rock. <laughs>
1: They're way deeper than that. You know how- oh man, it
0: <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe there was a throwaway line we missed where were. It was they were very closer. surprising.
1: I did not remember this, book, I- but it
0: was also very um, peaceful and calm, so it feels like they had to drive out a ways for it to be calm. Right. Because if you're on the edge of it the was ocean, it so peaceful out waves. there at the
1: ocean. It, was, it, was, it did not seem like it was a... It no. seemed like it was a lake. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, like, in hindsight, she should have just, like, she knocked him out, you hit him a few more times, and you toss him overboard. You tosses Solve that his problem. heavy ass overboard. You're done with this guy, right? Yep. Don't leave him with the giant boat. Figure, You know, you could probably figure out the boat. You got a radio, whatever. But mm-hmm. then, I mean, I see. When we started watching this, it was coming back to me watching it mm-hmm. more. I did not remember these rocks because <laughs> it did not is such a ridiculous. The rocks I was
0: like, "How is she going to get out of hilarious
1: this? thing?" And it, it turns out it's basically just a cop out to kind of just like cut this tension and just like reset the movie. Essentially, well,
0: it lets her um, succeed. It lets her win this battle, but right. then lose the battle. Really.
1: Yeah, because she wakes up at the hospital, a Mexican hospital. They don't know who she is. Some fishermen apparently found her, and then she tries to leave town. And her, all her shit's all wrong. She puts in her social security number, and it comes up as a different name, Ruth Marks or something mm-hmm. like that. And so, in a tizzy, panic, she's just like, "Well, I'll sign it so I can get back to the states." Because they said, "Like, oh, you telling me that I can't." uh get back without signing this. And it seems like that's a big deal that she signed it, but it really doesn't matter. She
0: basically assumed the responsibility of Ruth, or identity of Ruth Marks. I guess,
1: but I mean... They, With her
0: social security number.
1: They've already done so much to, like, as we learn later, so much to, like, erase her her, her uh, identity that, like, they, that's yes. inconsequential. Yeah. But why is this the plan?
0: <laughs> like, Why not just kill her?
1: Yeah. Like did they, they didn't know where she was. So they just decided that we, they would just... Maybe, yeah, but... They
0: didn't know where she was. But then and they knew they immediately thought, right when she, she showed up. But she also had the disc. So they wanted to prevent her from...
1: I guess, no, that part's fine. It's just, like, when she gets back into the States, he clearly, like, has parked... Like, everything is set up from when she reaches that airport. Wouldn't you just be, like... Like, once she got to her house, isn't it a lot easier to just, like, take care of her? Just rather than, her? like, doing this I whole think thing?
0: what they were trying to find out... Uh-huh. Because they wanted to set this whole thing up, they're trying to find out if she still had the disc. If she Did knew she anything, give the disc to someone. Oh, okay. Did she make a copy of the disc? All right. They needed information from her, so they couldn't just kill her.
1: Okay, so that's when this whole like uh, Hitchcockian uh, "I've been replaced" uh, scenario comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just watched. That was another movie I was going to mention. This is basically a very similar premise to this. Um,
0: there are only so many stories to tell. The
1: but board. she comes back. Her car's gone. She gets to her house. It's for sale. It's uh,
0: empty. All her stuff all is her gone. All her stuff's
1: gone. She calls the police. She has the neighbor come over, the landlord or whatever, and they're just like, we don't know. She moved out. Angela – she's like, who moved out? It's like, Angela. She moved out. She got her stuff. She's out of here. The realtor's like, I talked to her. This is not Angela. This is Ruth Marks or whatever. Northam's uh, – the British guy's in the car there changing – adding stuff into the database of Ruth Marks, adding a criminal history, mm-hmm. right? And then – um Yeah, no one believes her. She's just like – she's gone. She she doesn't have her ID. She doesn't have her credit cards. She doesn't have anything except for – she has a lot of cash because she always seems – has no problem like getting – Getting around. Getting around. She's got walking around money at least, which (laughs) is good. That's always hard. You never a lot of travelers'
0: checks, maybe because she was just in Mexico. It's the '90s.
1: You are just going to have more cash. But she just
0: crashed in a boat, and they had checked her out of the hotel too. So I don't know. All her stuff was gone from the hotel when she got back.
1: Dennis Miller maybe brought her some stuff, obviously later, but before that, she's getting around, no problem. She paid for taxi to get home. She was
0: probably hooking in the movie. I think so. Oh wow! How did she get money? I don't know, because when she was in Mexico, she had nothing. she crashed, she was in the hospital, she went back to the hotel, all her stuff was gone, and she had checked out. I don't know. did she have secret money hidden somewhere? Well, she's a computer
1: programmer, she could have probably like computer programmed some money to herself. I don't know no, is that a thing
0: oh, I don't think so not oh, okay. I mean yes, yes, it was, but no.
1: The big deal here is that she like even calls the office of where she is working at like the actual office, and she calls I think she's even working at like dale's desk she calls the number and it's like this is angela bennett and there's a woman who's pretending to be her and then she's even she's clearly in on it because she's like just give us the disc angela just give us the disc and we give you your life back mm-hmm. and you don't see her face you see her later but at this point it's just like who is this sort of woman? is yep. she a double is it sandra bullock's clone we have no idea how this, have they done this, this? could have
0: gone until like maybe sandy bullock went crazy
1: Maybe. It yeah. could have
0: gone that direction. And there's been
1: movie like, again, this is a common, uh, common we've done that one, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of like, it's almost like a reset of the movie at this point. And it's, it's pro, it's a problem because a lot happens before this reset. So to the point where once it resets, it feels like a whole movie again. Like we're starting over essentially. Yes, now
0: we're into this like identity theft. We've movie. lost
1: the momentum mm-hmm. of the first part of the movie, and now we have to build up the momentum again. So it just feels almost twice as long as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main, the big core issue with the movie kind of going back on it. It, does, it feels like two movies. Not that they're not cohesive. I mean, I get the plot, how it combines. It's just because it resets, you just get this whole thing again. And it's
0: not as good.
1: No, it's not as sharp. Some of it's good. Some of it has, like, it gives Sandra Bullock a little bit more, like of her running around and giving long speeches of like they're going to do it to you. if they did it to me they'll do it to you and
0: our whole lives are on the internet. Yeah, it's in the computer. Oh, I think I wrote down the actual quote. Oh, good. Who was she talking to? So she makes the speech to a couple different people.
1: Yeah. Well, at one point she gets arrested.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then she gets a public defender and the woman is uh Rose from Lost, which was pretty great to see cuz I don't, you know, I don't see her, her in a lot of things. At least I don't remember seeing her in a lot of things, but here she is just for a scene. And she's telling the public, trying to explain. She does this thing where she tries to explain what's happened to her several yep. times, but no one knows her. No one's seen her face, so no one believes her. They just think she's crazy. And yeah, you have, do you have to write down what she says?
0: I have the scene where she's talking to Dennis Miller, and it's the same speech though. Okay. She does give the speech two or three times.
1: And that's another reason why the movie feels long.
0: Yes. She says, uh, they knew. They knew everything about me. They knew. They knew what I ate. They knew what I drank. They knew what movies that I watched. They knew where I was from. They knew what cigarettes I used to smoke. And everything they did, they must have watched on the internet, watched my credit cards. Our whole lives are on the computer.
1: Right. And then when the pro, when she's talking to the, the, um, attorney she even adds in the part which reminds me of zoolander she's like it's everything our whole lives it's in the computer which reminds me of it Owen happened Wilson.
0: to me it happen to you Ben Stiller yeah, Banging Owen Wilson. On the, oh yeah which in the computer it's in the computer and then they big, try to break big, out big the computer. apple computers yeah. I love it
1: um so yeah and okay so then we have to talk about before we get to like how this movie resolves we have to talk about dennis miller
0: D- but do we have to talk about him? What
1: is going on here?
0: He's a bad actor.
1: <laughs> so he struts in the movie. Like, we, we already mentioned his connection. They had an affair. This is a relationship. so one of the only people that knows who she is, right? He comes in just doing 90s Dennis Miller. He's strutting in. He's doing a comedy routine. He's like, oh, hey, Diamond, how's it going? I'm Dennis Miller. Hey, hey, uh, uh, I don't think I know what you're talking about. And he's always just immediately dismissive of her whole story. He, she th- he thinks she's crazy, right? he's being a huge dick <laughs> which i mean okay it is a crazy story right you haven't heard from her in a while i kind of get that but it's just like this jarring i struggled with the whole like these two are in a long term relationship
0: <laughs> that's clearly why she doesn't go be social with anyone and i think
1: this is like i look i love sandra bullock i think she's a, a she's a movie star right she mm-hmm. can carry anything i think she's good in this movie she's good in everything right I'll tell you one thing that she's not, she can't really play. And I think she plays on this well in, like, Miss Congeniality, right? Because, like, that movie's a broad comedy about, like, she's so frumpy, but look what we can turn her into. She's so cute, right? We know, like, that's the arc of the movie. Whereas in this movie, she's like, this is an introverted geek. And she would totally be, like, fall in love with, like, her therapist who's married. But when you see mm-hmm. this guy and you see Sandra Bullock, peak 90s Sandra Bullock, and you're just like... Nope, <laughs>
0: that shit did not happen.
1: <laughs> not realistic. Sorry, Sandra Bullock. You still look like Sandra Bullock. You're still charming. You're still delightful. You're still America's sweetheart. There's no way you dated Dennis Miller. Not mm-hmm. this version of Dennis Miller. Not any version of Dennis Miller. Okay, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Exactly, it didn't happen. Breaking the believability of the movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they're driving around. She's uh, he's picked her up to help her. She's explaining everything to him. Then all of a sudden, he starts having this like attack.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a quick scene of him, like, picking up some pills, Mm -hmm. and they clearly, like, and they show a computer right in front of the pills, Mm -hmm. because they clearly, like, they know that he's contacted her. It's so quick. I thought, like, he was gonna, like, I, my memory was, like... They had the one scene where they meet, and then, like, he gets, like, knocked out the road or something like that, or he has a reaction to those pills and just dies.
0: Which is pretty close. He has a reaction to the pills, and they drive off the side of the road, and then they go to the hospital, and he's not dead yet.
1: No, but it's, it's like, replace- two extra scenes, but it's so little. He's in the movie, not very much.
0: Yeah, he's allergic to whatever.
1: Penicillin.
0: And so they've replaced whatever pills he was taking with penicillin pills.
1: Right. So then he's in the hospital. This is when she goes to the carnival to meet her cyber friend, even though Jeremy Northam's Thirty tracked that person down, probably killed him, him. Yeah, and is going to go meet her, and we have that. But during this time, and this is where I think this is where my whole perspective uh, of the movie changed. No, but we no. Yes, because oh, Tyler. the nurse tells her specifically it's been an hour where she's like no he had a penicillin reaction he's taking this medication right
0: yep well, so he's on we, some epinephrine or whatever to right counteract an He'll IV drip
1: right they have a scene where like she's like oh yeah if we all get out of this we're gonna get back together bullshit no way no way sandra bullock no way. i don't way. remember that scene even like the murderous british guy is kind of like more your level sandy bullock you're not going back to Dennis miller never gonna happen
0: never gonna happen never gonna
1: yep happen. but then someone comes in a nurse or somebody posing as a nurse and changes his IV drip and that's when he like goes into cardiac arrest or whatever. Mm-hmm. She goes back to the, after her little incident at the carnival, she goes back and he's dying and she talks to the same fucking nurse and she's like, you told me he was going to be alright. It's like, I know I said that. She remembers that part and then she's like, yes, he was being treated for, di- he had a diabetes uh, incident and he's was treating for a shock. She's like, that's not what you said. She's like, ma'am, it's in the computer right here. It's, the nurse is in on it. That's mm, my theory. You
0: think... The nurse there was the
1: already someone at the hospital that changed his drip right i don't think the net is about the internet i think the net is about the wide web of people in this conspiracy taking care of. it's just as innocent no. it's the person that's as innocent as the as the nurse at your hospital everywhere you look everywhere you turn they're against you i don't think cyber bob was ever a good person either i think a uh, british guy went up to his thing was like oh yeah hey by the way i just want to let you know i'm going to meet sandy bullock But you and I, we know that we're probably, everybody's a villain. The net is a giant web of bad people going after you. And that's the lesson you got to take away from the movie. Not that, not that internet's unsafe, that everybody that you know could be murderer and you should watch out.
0: I disagree. You're reading into it way too much. Have you ever met a nurse? They have a lot on their plate. It was an hour. No, it was like more than that. I don't, There's a whole chase scene and the whole thing. It was I hope more when than this all blows hour.
1: over, they go back and they investigate that shit because that's not cool. Like, De- not that I'm missing Dennis Miller. It is just weird that like, Dennis Miller, it takes an hour for him to show up. He's in four scenes and they promptly kill him off. It's very strange. It's almost as if they were going to have him in more of the movie and then he did his first scene and they were just like, oh, boy, this isn't going to work, is it? We need to rewrite this thing. We can't have him running around with Sandy Bullock. This is not going to work. He's not an
0: actor. Yeah. What would Roger say? That's what we're going to talk about next real quick. Okay. Because this movie really hinges on Sandra Bullock. It does. It's true. She is the whole movie. And I just glanced over his review here um, from 1995. You already know how many stars it gave it, but he gave it...
1: Three. I did see that when I was yeah, inadvertently. Yeah, a cheater. I inadvertently saw that. I
0: inadvertently saw it. Was it was not a particularly well-reviewed movie, though. That's why I kicked off my, what do I remember, with Sandra Bullock, who plays a computer programmer. That's what she was. Who I writes remember like that? that? You do, because you're a cheater. Not, that's outrageous. <laughs> it's outrageous. Basically, he talks about, in his whole review, how the movie is terrible, but Sandra Bullock is lovable.
1: It's a three-star review, and he said the movie was bad?
0: Yeah, I mean, he says the movie's bad, like, 18 times. hmm But then he just goes on about how great she is. Well, that's not And untrue. how unfair it is that she keeps getting crappy things. This is
1: before she made Speed 2.
0: He's like, consider in the last 18 months she became a star in Speed, which was a terrific action movie and remains her best film. Overcame the obligatory cliches and predictable developments of While You Were Sleeping which became Ooh. a heartwarming love story. I'm spite thanks, words for you. Thanks to the chemistry between Bullock and Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. And C now pulls off the neat trick of making me care about her character in the net, which is an assembly of Hitchcock situations in search of a story. Hitchcock? Hitchcock. What did I say? Hitchcock? Hitchcock? That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, then he talks about the plot. But then he says um, a couple things. He comments on the technology. <laughs> um it's funny because it is 1995 when he writes this, right? And he knows obviously the technology of the time, um, so he's like the computer stuff will interest anyone into such things. Um, it's a revealing detail that she uses Max, which for me means she loves computers instead of merely working with them. Yeah, Roger sure. Ebert knows his knows his thing. Max are for are for. Hipsters who love their computers.
1: All right, us, jeez you can really pushing all sorts of internet buttons today on this episode, aren't you?
0: No, that's We're just the
1: p- thing. fighting off the Maxers.
0: Max people like their Macs. Windows people, PC people, use them at work. That's just the thing. Okay, not now though. That's switched. She has an ultra high speed modem connection. I guess, since internet stuff pops up the moment she hits the return key. Her online buddies are always on call for her, and the bad guys have programs that can not only hack into any computer, but do it instantly without bothersome details like dial tones, logons, etc.
1: Yeah, that part of the movie feels like like what it is in the movies now. How fast it takes to like change things in computers and to download stuff. It's all the same. It's the same pace that we've stuck with since then he, 1995.
0: Then he complains some more. Complain, complain, complain. And mm-hmm. then he goes, mm, and still, I liked this movie. If Sandra Bullock ever gets a great screenplay, we may need seatbelts. Wow.
1: It wasn't Speed 2, but uh, yeah. Her yeah. best
0: movie to date, according to him, was Speed.
1: Well, yeah. It's probably still her best movie.
0: <gasps> really? I mean... I don't know. Miss Congeniality. Gravity. Gravity's good. Miss Congeniality's fine. The
1: net. <laughs> not wasn't the blind side. I'm not a fan of the blind side. The one she won an Oscar for.
0: Oh well, those are poking words to some people. Uh, nah, I don't think so. So, do um, you agree with uh, Mr. Rogers? Yeah, it's a
1: dumb movie, and I, I would say that yeah, it just repeats itself too much. Uh, so the way it resolves is pretty nineties too. Like we get, yes, she goes to the her office to basically confront other Angela.
0: Okay, though true story. Yeah, the ending is was what I remember of the movie. So clearly, it made an impact on me.
1: Yeah, because it's, like, an, the only real action beat besides... It gets besides back into
0: action. You're right. I do have the things for action. It's moving around a
1: little bit more. There's this,
0: then there's, like, they brawl a little bit. A little
1: bit. But, yeah, she, like, gets her away by, like faking a fire alarm. I thought it was interesting, like, right when she gets into this uh, office, there's this random announcement that's like, attention employees, the booth at the blah 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 at the convention is at the center right corner or whatever. Yes. Uh, Clearly something that's going to come back later because she knows exactly where to go, right? But like, (laughs) of all the things in the movie, why do we need like a
0: a breadcrumb for this plot detail? I thought it was odd. Somebody was like, How's she gonna know? And they're like, we'll just throw in an announcement in ADR. Or Never mind that the whole convention
1: is full of computers intended for people to get on and just use the computer. Like, I know that yes. she maybe needed to use the program she was familiar with. No,
0: she needed access to their server to get to that website. Right.
1: But, I mean, who cares? Like, at this point. But anyway, like, they do, uh, Bad Guy Northam is there. She ends up going over, she can't do everything she needs downloaded.
0: Don't so forget, she gets the disc. She the gets other the disc.
1: disc. Oh, from the FedEx envelope. It was in her Dale... Now, you'd think that uh, Angela 2, or Angela Derpa, or fake Angela, uh, would have gone through Dale's... Because it's, it's positing that this is Dale's... Uh, the guy who blew up in the plane.
0: It did, but I don't think it was because what she said when she was, fi- she was talking to him, she was fixing something. She got the virus off, which was the he other. He collects, drug. they
1: made a point of him saying think he collects she said viruses. I think she
0: I think she was talking to a guy, whether it be Dale or not. And was like, Oh, yep. I got that virus. I'm just going to throw it on disc. Cause I have a friend who likes to collect these. She might have said friend. It could have been him, I guess. Never mind. I thought she said. Is
1: his name Dale or did I just like made that up? Don't
0: know. Doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Anyway, the FedEx thing delivered to the thing. She found the virus. She uses that to get into this gatekeeper program that is like the big conspiracy. The big bad. Mm-hmm. The big bad. By the way, the, the big bad of the movie is like this guy who's only seen on a television screen giving one small short speech about like, cybersecurity is so important, blah, blah. He's the big bad of the movie. Northam's really just a henchman.
0: He's just an assassin.
1: He's like a no... Like, this guy's... Like, the main villain of the movie is not... He doesn't have a scene where he confronts anybody. He just gets like arrested offhand later. Like, yep. it doesn't matter. So weird. The only... It's just two henchmen, the Angela 2 and Northam British guy, mm-hmm. and they both end up chasing her after she tries to download something she needs to go and her plan now is like i'm going to use this virus i don't understand how this works because i don't understand computers to like not only restore all of her information about her and like put all the angela twos on the the ruth marks that's the, the bad person so in it simultaneously does two things she changes back all of her identity stuff but then it also destroys the gatekeeper program it's a virus so but
0: how did it fix like i don't know Those are not the details you want to get. But we know exactly
1: where the booth is, don't we? (laughs) Like
0: we sure fucking do. (laughs) So basically, cut to chase scene. Right. Bad guy with his silencer gun. The other Angela also chasing her around. And then the bad guy with the silencer shoots at her. Dead. She gets her in the head. Oh, then it's revealed. Oh no, that was Angela too.
1: That was bad. Whoops. Which is, I'm telling you, this silencer business is funny because like another time that he uses it is like when she's they're doing that carousel chase. He decides to go and hide in the photo booth to shoot at her which cuz he didn't want cuz it's such it's so silent right it's such a silent so silent gun that like he goes and I hides and he just pokes out of the out of the 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 curtain of mm-hmm. the photo booth he shoots one time hits like a horse no one notices and he's just like ah, shoot and he like goes and finds her and it's so many close ups i don't actually even know how she even escapes she just I'm goes through the middle and pretty she pretty
0: certain i was sleeping during off. that scene
1: right it's also one of my favorite moments in lots of movies. This happens where she get she gets caught by the bad guy at the carnival, but because of an incident involving like a big mascot character running into them and trying to interact very inappropriately, like grabbing her and stuff, she's able to escape because basically because this guy in a suit was just like, "Look, pretty girl, I'm going to try to grope her." <laughs>
0: true, yeah, manhandle her a little here. It's
1: a thing that happens in movies a lot. I have no example of this right off the top of my head, but it seems like it happens a lot in
0: movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, they go into... This is another 90s thing at the end of this movie. There's, like, the final chase ends on, like, a catwalk above Mm -hmm. the convention. So just so that we can have a scene where bad guy Northam falls to his death onto the convention floor.
0: After she smashes him in the face with a fire extinguisher. Right. She
1: actually does take care of him. God, this guy's a weakling, isn't he? He's been knocked out several times by her. Really, he should have... She should have taken care of him. I'm not saying that the problems would have been over for her. Because clearly this is a net of... Even the nurses are involved, right? Oh, jeez. So there would have been someone else after her if she had just taken care of him on the boat. But mm-hmm. he wouldn't have to deal with this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she just easily dispatches this guy several times. Mm-hmm. He has no problem. She's got no problem with it. And he's dead. And he falls to his death because it's the 90s. And that's how you kill bad guys.
0: And that is the end of the net. That is the scene I remember, though. <laughs> See? So she has a disc. Yeah. And she's running around. Yep. She's got to find something. Mm-hmm. She's got to save something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. That's exactly what happened. Yep. That end scene though, that's what sealed in my memory of Sandra Bull being a badass. I forgot all the bad parts of this movie where it was like. An hour and forty minutes before. Yeah.
1: Some of it's okay. Like it, it has its, its too moments. Long. It just
0: needs to be edited. It's down. two
1: movies in half, like in halves. Like we needed it's, to
0: it's got too much of the like my identity was stolen. That could have been that could have just been cut in half. Half of those scenes. It would have made it snap. See, they
1: still make movies like this with, like, Liam Neeson, and they're, like, 90 minutes max. Yeah. Like, I get on a train, something bad's happening, I'm in a conspiracy, I gotta deal with it, but it's, like, fuck over... fuck some shit out. It's over Dumb. in, like, 89, 91 minutes, there's no extra meat. It's just, yeah. like, set up and go, go, go. This movie's, like, set up, go, stop, set up, which... Just go.
0: Y- usually longer movies are longer because there's, like, this character development... Well, she there ain't no other characters. It's her. That's just it. her, and, you already and her get a only good development sense of her. is that she doesn't have any friends. That's yeah. it. And she's a good programmer. That's it. And I
1: don't believe it because she's also like again. I think this is like the rare instance where you're just like, no, Sandra Bullock, you are too likable to not have any friends.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Everybody it, wants to hang out with you. It doesn't indicate why.
1: No. It doesn't,
0: it's not like she's really ugly. It's not like she has an anxiety disorder. It's Mm -mm. not like she's had some traumatic event in her life. Her
1: mom has Alzheimer's and I could see how that was a problem and there is some talk about her fatherly, cause that's what Dennis Miller's go-to is like to be a psychoanalyst. That's
0: not enough to justify recluse, no friends behavior. And then at
1: the end of this movie she decides to like, basically it seems to quit her programming at least and go work the front desk of her mom's, uh, uh, nursing home. Oh, I don't know what that
0: was. I thought she brought her mom home to live with her.
1: No, my favorite part of this is that listen, I I I, I've seen Alzheimer's firsthand, dementia. This is terrible. It's hard to watch real people go through this. Right? This movie (laughs) has a very comical way of dealing with this, where you know she has Alzheimer's because the actress playing her looks at a pot, studies it for a second, then she puts her head up into the air and kind of quinces, like frowns a little bit and tries to like wince around, like oh. What was I doing with this pot? And that's pretty much the extent of her illness. I'm like, hey, good job, movie. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, excuse me, miss. That's the other thing. Like, he just, she doesn't recognize her mom. But there's not a lot of, uh, you don't really understand the, that's it. It's like, well, okay, great. It, it's, it's not, it's not a, enough to explain it's not why she's uh, a recluse. Or to sure. justify
0: a two hour movie. No. Um, so we're wrapping up the podcast and I shouldn't get more tea, but I'm going to, because I'm going to go read some books after this podcast. Oh,
1: some, oh, some books more or than a, one. A book. Oh, okay. That seems like you're going to like, I'm going to read so much. So I'm going to read one whole book or finish one book and then start another one. I mean, eat shit. I don't care about movies. I only like care about reading.
0: 2019. And in addition to kicking ass at this podcast, I'm going to read more.
1: Are you going to talk about old millennials remember books?
0: No, but I did. Um, I watched that show on Hulu called Midnight Texas. It's on NBC, I think, and it's not getting renewed in the canceled. second season. Yep. But I just learned that it's based on a Charlene Harris book. Series and she's done like the True Blood book series, right? Um, with Sookie and Sookie. That.
1: You gotta, yeah, you, you don't say Sookie. sookie. Yeah, I gotta say it um, like they say it, Sookie.
0: So her books are really fast, easy read. So I read that mm-hmm. over the New Year's break, which was fun. And now I've started a new one, and it's like harder to read. So it's like work. So I'm gonna <laughs> need this tea.
1: And that it just, no, never mind.
0: And the font <laughs> is smaller. There's more words on the page, and okay. there's more description. It's more adult themed instead of just like young adult ish supernatural stuff. I mean, stuff.
1: I could pull out my English degree snobbery and being like, oh, it's not a real book, but I don't read that much, so I'm not going to do that to you.
0: Also, I took an English lit class with you, yeah, and I yeah. got a fucking A in that class, and it was hard.
1: Well, I also got an A in that class. It's not like you
0: I don't feel like other people did, though. That was a,
1: You were in a tough class. It was a
0: 300-level class, not a 100-level yeah, class. Yeah, and
1: it was like one of the... No, that was... I, look, I took some real easy English classes. Don't get me wrong. That was not one of them. You had to really uh, focus yes. on that. I was proud of you.
0: And those were the days you had to actually, like, Try to go find Cliff's notes of things. You couldn't just find all of the papers you could write on the internet and then copy them in <laughs> some sort of way. Oh, yeah. Let's be
1: clear. We both were just like, still like, what's the assignment? Oh, 60 page out of this? I'm like, eh, you know, maybe not. <laughs> maybe look, not read that. We'll just look, listen to the discussion in the class tomorrow and just see if we can just kind of pick up yes. on it.
0: This was also before like a, a plethora of summaries were on Wikipedia. Yeah. That is called being an old millennial, bitches. You actually had to. <laughs> Cheat in different creative ways. I
1: feel like I read most of that stuff, but not... I remember one day... It was, like, two, because I remember, because it was, like, two full classes of something I did not read. It was, like, I think it was As I Lay Dying, and I think maybe you read some of it, but there was, like, this, and it was, like, one of those things, like, he should, he was, like, a teacher that was, like, you gotta participate in class, otherwise that's, you're not getting... That's
0: part of your grade. It, it was, like, his way of seeing whether
1: you, like, read it or whatever. Oh,
0: fuck. So I would just skim a few paragraphs and think, okay, I'm just gonna make a comment on this <sighs> one scene in the story. I had nothing,
1: because I was just, like, I did not read this. <laughs> like, I, like, I just didn't, and it wasn't because I didn't want to, because I generally like doing that. But at the time, I was just like... But then it was like two classes. Where like I, It's like, God, the one time we talk about something for more than one day is the one time I didn't read it. Yes. It's troubling.
0: It was now troubling. Now there was
1: like, As I Lay Dying, and then it's like, even James Franco made that movie. See, you're so lucky. You got snob James Franco making mm. artsy little movies and also doing weird stuff. It, we didn't have that.
0: We did not have that.
1: I had time for a James Franco garbage movie, but I didn't have time to read the whole book, okay? Let me alone. So
0: I am going to refill our tea up here at the end of the episode. Um... You had coffee, so you don't have a refill. Nope. But Tyler, the character's main character's name in this movie was what? Angela Bennett. And my name is what? Angela. Tyler, by the time I fill up my tea, because it's tea time with Tyler, would you like a spot of tea? Don't ask me what accent that is, because mm-hmm. it's probably racist. So by the time I fill up the water in my tea, I need you to tell me, as many as possible, Angela's in film. Actor or character?
1: Angela Bassett. Angela's Ashes.
0: <laughs> That's based on the book, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
1: Angela Bennett 2. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. She's in the new... She has a scene in the Mary Poppins Returns. Um, Angela... Angie Harmon is an actor. Uh... <laughs> Angie Tribeca is the show with Rashida Jones that I think is kind of funny that you don't understand. Um, Angie, the song by the Rolling Stones.
0: <laughs> that was pathetic. That yeah. was, I think, your worst performance yet.
1: I wasn't thinking about stuff like that. That's a hard pull. I only there's only one Angela in my life.
0: Oh.
1: I don't think about other Angelas.
0: Oh.
1: Unless they're played by Sandra Bullock. I do like sandra bullock
0: but, oh yeah. i was googling angela in movies to see if i could come up with a better list
1: uh-huh did you come up with anything
0: mm, angela bassett
1: i said angela bassett
0: angela lansbury you
1: said angela lansbury
0: that and then and then i don't think google knows what to do it's like what are you trying to ask <laughs> me that's not a good search search a uh, thing I got Angie Tribeca and Angela Bassett and Angela's Ashes. Angela's Ashes. (laughs) That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, Angela is definitely like an 80s name, so it made sense that then in the 90s this main character was named angela
1: it's a real co- i mean not the. no it's a real fucking your, common it's a common ma- yes. name well i have a pretty common name too but not really i get mine was a real 80s name yours was a real mine too you don't hear like yeah.
0: oh look at my baby angela that's not a fucking thing anymore. well then
1: george carlin made fun of my name in a comedy routine that's really funny but that's okay
0: where are all these goofy fucking boys names coming from taylor tyler jordan flynn these are not real names
1: he sure did. Taylor Tyler, get a fucking real name. Get a fucking real name. It's a good, it's a good comedy spit. Oh, rest in He's peace. not, he's not wrong. Oh, did you see that Super Dave died today? Who's Super Dave? Super Dave Osborne, the actor. He's got his real name is like Bob something. He was like on Curb Your Enthusiasm, the guy with the low voice, talks about he's always had a hat on. He was in Curb uh, or he was in Arrested Development uh, as like the he, the circuit. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know he's great. I liked him. Yeah,
1: he, everybody loves him. He died today that's real date the podcast but
0: oh was a
1: bummer huh anyway well, happy new year <laughs> happy new year <laughs> talk about <laughs> dead actors
0: thanks for listening to our our podcast as usual if you like the episode uh Subscribe, leave a review, or just leave a comment on our website if you like. We'd love to hear from you. You can always reach out if you have movie ideas for us. We can be reached uh, on our website, oldmillennialsremember.com. Can we? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make sure that before this post, I get an email address up there. I feel like you said that before. Or a contact form. I feel like you've said that before. Shut up. <laughs> um. So, again, thanks for listening, guys. I'm your host, Angelia Oshiko here with Tyler Wilson, and we will talk at you another movie. Bye. It's all in the computer.